I feel that. Nobody listening. Ain't nobody listening. Nobody listening. Ain't nobody listening. So, fintech man. I, I feel like people who are listening might, might assume that I don't know anything about fintech. And they're right. <laughs> but that's why you're here today. So, we'll start with the basics. Um, what is fintech? Now, in uh, simple terminology, it's uh, fin is for financial mm-hmm. and tech for specific technology. Now, um, it became a hype uh, since the start of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, people start knowing about it and, you know, oh, fintech, what is that? It's, so it started, but then surprisingly, if you talk historically, mm. fintech has been there since the 50s. Now, uh, some examples. I think you were telling me yeah. some examples of these. Yeah, so like Visa. Visa, uh, would that fall under the category of fintech, financial technology, I assume? Yes, it would. And now, it right. wasn't called fintech then, but it is a financial technology. So this term is a new term then? See, the actual term, yes. Mm-hmm. But the you know the the you know the go the how about and um, the actual uh, the process behind it is is it's you know is as old as fifties uh, and sixties actually. Okay, so so I guess we can start with with the old and move into the new. Yes, um, we can. Yeah. Yes. So Visa, for example, um, when did that start and? How has that changed fi- finance in general? So basically, now the whole concept of Visa, if you look at it, is just you know having a credit while you don't carry cash mm. or an access credit that you wanted. So uh, uh, now I'm talking now this this technology was mostly in the US and the European continent, where right. you know the financial sector was much more advanced then. So you know, so basically you carrying money. So it was a plastic where you can use mm-hmm. at the merchant stores buying products. Uh, you know, shopping and you know, paying later. So it gives you a credit facility, but then again, the the work behind it, the accounting, basically, you know, so right. basically, you swipe a card, you do the shopping, nobody will forget about you. Obviously, this is all accounted. It's already mm. been, you know, but uh, uh, part of the data database on a system that this transaction took place. So all that technology was supporting the financial transaction. Right. I bet it must have been absolutely revolutionary when it first came out. In fact, here in Oman, it still feels a little bit revolutionary whenever a store or let's say one of those corner shops accepts Visa. And I don't know if I'm I don't know if this is accurate information, but I heard that at some point in the Sultanate, every business would be required to accept uh, yeah. cards. It's a mandate. That I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate carrying cash. The mandate came last year that all uh, stores and uh, uh, retailers will have a point of sales and all go into plastic usage. So no cash is going to they want to turn it into a cashless society. Yeah. Um, tell me more about you. Uh, how are you involved in the industry? See, I am. Uh, I'm, I'm part of a financial sector myself. Mm. I've been there for the last ten years, uh, working in one of the uh, f- financial institutes. And uh, before that, I come from a consultancy background. Mm. Uh, I'm an engineer. And uh, so basically, uh, I was involved as part of the advisory of financial and technology. So I did a lot of work in technology initially, mm-hmm. then subsequently moved into finance, 
then you know pursued a career in finance so basically i had the advantage of both sides technology and finance mm. so subsequently uh, since the pandemic and even just like four years ago i've been into fintech doing a lot of extensive research understanding the domain and how does it work so so in overall i will say that i have more than uh, 15 years of working experience in both domains technology wow. and finance Oh, what did you learn in the process? See, now the thing is the 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 concept of uh, financial technologies. You know, if you look, you know, let's talk about the conventional uh, banking or any financial institutional process where you want to withdraw cash, for instance. You have to go to the branch. That mm-hmm. was like uh, seven, eight years ago, maybe. Uh, you withdraw the cash. You go to the branch and do that transaction. Now, if you want to, you know, transfer money to someone else, again, that you need to do, or you know, you just write a check. Somebody will go to the bank. So, so the whole process, mm-hmm. uh, the financial technology. Uh, thank you to the pandemic that uh, eliminated those um, uh, unnecessary steps and third parties. So basically, mm-hmm. it's a straightforward process. Use the technology, do the transaction without third party getting involved. Basically, so I'm trying to make it a seamless process for the end user. Right. Yeah. The um the pandemic has uh, sped up the process uh, of. Uh, turning us into a, a, a I'd say for at least for a month specifically yeah and it, it picked up uh, I think yeah uh, 2020 things have picked up because you're not allowed you're I know you're under lockdown people want to buy yeah. things you know it's payments I must admit I was so happy when I started seeing all these new apps come up uh, that make your life easier by being able to purchase uh, services and products online correct well because I lived in the UK for a while and all of that was was available a long time ago yeah. i mean in um, relative to oman um, but it seemed like there was no need here it seemed that way but then the pandemic made it very clear that no actually see the millennium and the uh, the z generation uh, i would be more specific they yeah. are the ones who are like heavy users like if you see the you know the most penetrated application in oman would be instagram right everything is on instagram everything is on instagram the shopping everything you want to buy a product marketplaces are mm. on instagram so these two generations have really made sure that you know we move into the transition of financial technologies basically right so it did make a difference it did oh, what are some of uh, examples of um, fintech In, in today's context. Uh, in today's context, okay, I'll give you. I, I did a couple of papers, and I think that the most interesting one okay. now, which is a trend today, nice. It's called buy now, pay later. Yes, I have heard of that, particularly it's, with Amazon. It's uh, not just Amazon. Amazon is one of the mm. uh, major player. Yeah. So if you look at on a global level, there are there are main one which is Klarna. Okay. which is uh, based in uh, 23 countries. Yeah. And they have more than uh, only in the United States they have uh, 6. something uh, 6.5 billion uh, uh, users. Okay, wow. And uh, uh, no, sorry, uh, 6.5 million users. That makes a lot more sense. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It's like the whole world is Yeah. There. <laughs> And they have the number of transactions that took place yeah. on the platform was $6 billion. Ah, that's the billion. Yeah, that's the billion. So what is it exactly? What is buy now, pay later? Because it's not the same as taking a loan. 
No, it's not. See, now the thing is the, uh, so when you take a, a conventional loan, there is an interest, there are payment terms and so on and so forth. There are a lot of paperwork. You need to get approved. You need to have a proper credit rating. Mm-hmm. With buy now, pay later is basically what they do. The There are two uh, parts of buy now, pay later. Okay. You need to bring uh, an anchor uh, retailer or a merchant on an application, there's a front end of the application and a back end. Mm-hmm. Now the front end, basically you bring merchants on your application, you can sell your products. So you know, so the company, let's say Klarna for instance, they will say, all those merchants, please come on my platform and you will pay a subscription. But at the same time, we'll be selling your products for you and we'll pay you upfront. But what does Klarna do? Where does the whole, um, uh, the trick is, Klarna or other buy now, pay later, they spread out the payments to the consumer. Mm. So I'll give you an example. Let's say that I'm a, I'm a father of uh, three kids and I have to pay a tuition fees. I have to buy, but then my son said that I need a laptop. Okay. I cannot pay the money upfront because I need to spread out because I have some other commitments. Right. So such uh, FinTech solutions do provide you the ease. Yeah. Now what happens, you pay, but you pay it on four installments, but at the same time, you pay zero interest. So two years ago, um, I, I was in a similar situation. My phone bro- broke entirely, is, there was no sound coming out of it, and I had to get a new phone at the worst possible time financially. Uh, lucky for me, one of the shops here was able to take my credit card, and I'm able to pay that on a month-to-month basis. Now, what is the difference between buy now, pay later, uh, FinTech, versus okay. this. See so, you now the banks uh, in Oman do provide or some financial institutions do provide the spread out payment on your credit card. So mm-hmm. what happens, let's say that if you have a limit of 1000 real on your credit card mm-hmm. so and you want to buy a laptop for 600 or, or 700 real, so the whole amount is blocked. Nevertheless, they will not take a, a one full payment from you for the you know, next month. They will spread it out onto four months. Yeah. Subsequently, there'll be an interest charged right. on it as as a you know as a service provided to you. Sure. With the buy now pay later like Klarna, they don't charge you any interest. They spread out the uh, the payment for you, mm-hmm. but the, you know the the trick is they buy the product. Let's say for assume the product is sold for thousand real. Uh huh. So they will ask the merchant that I'm selling that product for you. You need to give me a discounted price on ah, the product. So this is where they make their money. I feel like it just clicked right now. So they, this, that was my next question. It's like, if there's no interest, how are they making profit? But so, the, yeah, the, so they're getting the, you know, the, the product at a subsidized rate, basically. The buy now, pay later uh, solution providers, basically. Cloud is one of them. Yeah. So that's on the global side. Yeah. And we have the uh, the Middle East, which is uh, no, that's more relevant to us. Right. And uh, uh, I would love to share a story. Please. Uh, it's basically about three months ago, uh, my wife wanted to buy some garden furniture. And I said, okay, now, you know, you know, the thing is we have other commitments and everything. She said, okay, let me just go to Danube. Uh, mm-hmm. the local Danoop and uh, I'll just check and I'll see what is there and I might buy it next month mm-hmm. and I said fine just have a look and I was at that time I was in a meeting and we were, no, we were texting each other and she said go ahead mm-hmm. so then uh, she, she selected the furniture the garden furniture and everything and she checked it out so she went to the website the Danoop Romani website and uh, she checked out uh, the, you know, the, the furniture and she said okay let me see how much is it so she went she did the checkout the item was there so she got three, four payment methods. Mm-hmm. One of them just paying you know, cash on delivery, the other using your debit card, the third one is using your credit card. There was a fourth one 
which called Spotty and spread your payment. Now, she she texted me back and said, what is Spotty? I said, I never heard of them. She said, can I try that payment method? And I said, yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. She did. Now, then Spotty, you know, the, the website directed her to Spotty website where she have to register herself. She has to upload the card details and everything, mm. her debit card details, and uh, she creates a user. And then they told her that the payment will be spread into four. Amazing. So, and you know, and then subsequently the furniture was there on the uh, literally the next day. Now, you told me about this earlier today, and I went to just see it by, for myself because I, I didn't, you know, and I didn't think it existed the service here in Oman, and it's true on Danube. Yeah, it is. On this Danube. is the best advertisement for a new but it's true. Uh, in my case, it was uh, spread out uh, uh, three payments. So imagine if uh, such service is available in Oman. Mm. Now Danube, you know, it's an exceptional case because Danube, uh, because Spotty, the company who provides this service, which is buy now pay later, mm. have a contract, have a global agreement with Danube in the UAE, mm. and Danube is available in Oman, so they're extending that service here. I see. So imagine if this service is available for other uh, products, like say, like cosmetic products, electronics, electronics, yeah, uh, and you know, uh, and you know, the things uh, spread out payments, even you know, so you, know, you can just think of whatever you want, like you know, you can spread out your tuition fees, kids tuition fees, anything you can buy now and pay later. Wow. This really feels like it opens up new uh, new ways of uh, looking into purchasing true, things. True, true. Uh, I'll tell you what, we go out on a quick break. Sure. I'll play a song. And when we come back, I'm very curious to know what uh, local initiatives are out there. I don't know if you if you know much about it, but it you, seems like... <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I can help out the guys who are looking for yeah. ideas, venture themselves. Definitely, you know, a lot of ideas. Then we'll do that right after the break. On your nation station. 90.4 FM. And we're back with uh, Ali Lawati. Ali, welcome. Uh, thank you. So we're talking about fintech, uh, generally about what it is, about the kind of services that fintech provides. We spoke about buy now, pay later, and I'm sure there are others that we're going to get to. But what I'm really curious about right now is um, fintech in Oman. Uh, is there any local initiatives Um, how active is the fintech industry here? See, the thing is, because it's a new hype. Yeah. Now, um, the thing is, we need to streamline the ideas. There are a lot of ideas. So, say, fintech is nothing but an idea where you're trying to mm-hmm. re-engineer a process and make it much easier. So, in finance, could, and either in finance, it could be even non-finance. It could be payment related as well. Okay. So okay. there are some fintech that would say. Uh, between you know uh, brackets there <laughs> are, <laughs> exactly <laughs> there are some fintech initiatives in our man so like you know, I would uh, I'll name some if you don't mind actually absolutely yeah uh, see that you know we have uh, uh, Ma'moon there is a company shout out <laughs> shout out to the Tamamis <laughs> Tamamis exactly <laughs> they are a fintech initiatives they want to bring so you know we do not have developers maybe we have somebody adapted the technology which is already in existence I see and want to bring it as a fintech solution payment could be a fintech solution as well surprisingly there are a lot of payments so you can do a lot of cross payment Talabat is another fintech idea whereby you buy again it's a payment thing Talabat isn't a fintech though 
No, I mean it's no, it's not a fintech solution as yeah. such, but it's a payment. So again, right. it might fall in into fintech. Really. You know. So what happens? It's a marketplace. Restaurants up there. You uh, select your food. You know, you know the process. So you know, it's it's sounding like the term fintech is very fluid. Then it is. It is. It is. It is. You know, I mean, I would say that any process that you can enhance. Yeah. Which involves financial transaction, and there is a technology behind it. Could yeah. be called a fintech, actually. Yeah, I, I want to take that back and say "tam done" instead of "talabat," just because we, <laughs> we got, we got. Never mind. <laughs> <Got somewhere. laughs> yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Other than Ma'amun, do do you know any others that are doing something? Tawani is there. Oh yes, Tawani is there. Tawani yeah. is there. They are. You know, there are. I not. love their branding. It is, it is amazing branding. Now, Tawani, yeah. uh, I think recently they've launched um, a card, actually, which is kind of a debit card where mm. you uh, basically, it's like, you know, that's like a, a kind of a prepaid card where you put your, put some cash on it, you can use it to pay mm. your bills and so on and so forth. So again, that's another fintech solution if you look at it, basically. So what I don't understand is what's stopping these big dogs Visa, MasterCard, and all these guys just to sweep the entire market and take all these small guys out of the picture. See, the thing is, again, because they're, they're regulatory, so like, you know, the financial sector is well regulated. So like in our case, will be a central bank. Mm-hmm. So there are so many things are still not fully regulated. Still, there are some frameworks have to, frameworks have to be developed. Mm. A lot of you know, things. So, so they are not officially, they cannot officially come and do that. Even with the, with the local there are so many uh, I would say uh, stages that you need to develop so like you know if you want to develop a fintech idea today mm-hmm. come up with an idea look at a process look at a pain I will give you a very simple example if you want to buy a house mm-hmm. or you want to take a housing loan yeah. you would do kind of uh, you will go and do I don't know sort of uh, a tour around three four banks within the company you know, within the country looking at the best rate yeah. the best interest rate the best payment uh, method uh, the tenor so Somebody can develop an application whereby, okay, fine, you come to me, I'll get you all those rates, I'll connect with all the other banks, mm. and I'll give you a final rate, and I will tell you that you can choose now which uh, housing or mortgage that you want to take. So, you know, I see. So that could be an idea. See, I've sold you an idea. Yeah, right? uh, well, I need developers now. Listen, the number is 2460 <laughs> Yes, that's a very good thing that you would need developers. Yeah. Uh, you will need somebody to create a process for you. You need to create an ecosystem around it. Mm. What would you require? So, you know, it's an idea. Uh, build a process around it. See what is the existing process yeah. and build it up. And subsequently, when you have everything in place, then you can look for somebody to fund you and develop that application for you. Aside from buy now, pay later, what other interesting implementations of fintech that you've come across? Now, there are something else called a banking as a service, BAS, actually. That's another implementation of fintech whereby the banking sector provides services, their own services. Uh-huh. They extend the services to fintech solution providers. So instead of making payments, let's say that if you want to do, um, you want to do a trade deal, mm. instead of going to the bank, you can do it through a third party app where is 
connected with the bank because the banking that bank specific bank will have mm-hmm. a financial license but they will give that fintech company the solution or the you know, the service to provide on behalf of that bank basically and they would do that because of what lack of resource perhaps it could, no it's it's more like easing the process I and you know, making the process it could be lack of resource could be uh, a seamless process mm. uh, making the service available maybe this uh, small company has a technology that exactly. is uh, Exactly. much more advanced than what they exactly. the bank itself could provide yeah that's 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 one of the reasons that could be a reason as well wow so do you see this movement happening here in Oman strong yani or do you feel like there is more that needs to be done i think there's more need to be done i mean uh, see the thing is uh, especially with the with the millennials and the generation z basically i think they need to uh, i think they need to streamline their you know their the thinking process hmm. There are a lot of potential, but I think there are a lot of uh, uh, groundwork needs to be done to educate them and how to go about uh, creating an idea, mm. seeding an idea, and get it, you know, get it funded, basically. Well, if we're going to be honest, we need to be educated on finance in general, Saraha. So, yeah, this is where, you know... <laughs> <laughs> you know, before we even get into fintech, the, the, the basic um, basic education on how to handle your own personal finances. See, see, I yeah, would have appreciated this. If see, I was there's saying. another fintech tech a solution yeah. called budgeting basically okay it, it it really manages your finances so you don't have to do it so how, you how just does it do it so basically you put certain parameters center payment uh, uh, you know just schedule your payments uh, the ledgers and everything it does for you mm. very straightforward so it will do a budgeting for you your expenditure it will look at your cash flows we'll see what are your expenditures what is what is required so you know there are so many applications mm. uh, see blockchain is another fintech as well so you know is blockchain considered a fintech it is a fintech Interesting. So, so now the blockchain is nothing but a, a set of information which is blocked and, and blocks and in a chain. So it's a sequence. So instead of deleting or basically not deleting or basically editing the information, hmm. you keep the information as it is and you add another chain to it with the new sort of information which is linked to the original. But then again, again, that comes under fintech as well. But then how you use that blockchain requires a whole different other fintech. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like fintech over fintech it is it is so basically uh, i'll give you a very simple example of a blockchain let's yeah. say that if you uh, uh, i gave you we bought a deed or you got a deed inherited a deed from your dad okay and then you sold the deed after three years hmm. and then your brother bought the deed and somebody else bought the deed then again uh, you know the thing is so all that information has to be kept somewhere mm-hmm. so Now, instead of deleting the information and basically updating the information, you keep it, but then you add blocks on it, who is the final owner. So let's see. So you're removing again, <coughs> excuse me. So what you're doing, you're mm. removing uh, third parties. The middleman. The middleman. Yeah. Exactly. That's the power of blockchain. And that's to me where the where blockchain gets really exciting. It's not crypto as a store of value that's fine that's that's i get that but that's not exciting that's like gold but but in my opinion more secure everything i'm not a financial advisor please do not listen to anything i say but this is all my opinion uh, but where it gets interesting is exactly what you said like the deed now if you have you know there's a lot of hype over nfts but nfts with really bad pixelated pictures i don't understand that but nfts as a technology when you apply it to things like that like your deed or sure. your, your your the ownership of a house or 
um, art pieces in a museum, perhaps. Even that would make more sense to See, me true. than See, pixelated images. Things, while you're talking to me, you're yeah. thinking of so many other things. Yeah. So you need stimulation. Yeah. So you need somebody to, now basically, again, you need to read. Sometimes, now, again, with this generation and us, ours, and myself as well, mm. when it comes to reading, my, you know, my reading spam is more, not more than five minutes. So I need to continue and force myself to read and understand. And this is where the ideas come into. Right. So, you know, so there's a lot of potential, but nevertheless, we need to streamline. And I think we need to educate more on the fintechs. You know, uh, I think the more advanced markets would be uh, UAE, okay. Qatar, Saudi. They're far much more advanced. What are they doing? So they, they have something called a fintech hive or a fintech hub. Okay. So it's nothing but... Uh, a place where you bring all those developers, mm. all those ideas. So what do you get? You incubate them and make sure that they're here and you just take care of them. Uh, make the, sure that you mm. give them a facility whereby they can start developing their softwares, they can develop their ideas. You're creating the infrastructure, you essentially. Do. You do. Right. You do. And actually, we do have similar things in Oman where we have like co-working places. Yeah. And I've visited some of them in here. Yeah. They're amazing. And, you know, if you can build on that... We can have similar thing. You know, anybody can come up and say that I want to build a fintech hive. Right. What would you need? You would need uh, an infrastructure, uh, softwares, uh, 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 let's say servers and so on and so forth, and ideas and somebody to streamline those ideas, re-engineer the process. Mm. Once the idea is ready, you then showcase it, bring it to the investors, and they can invest in if, they, if they're willing to invest, basically. Right. Well, uh, Ali Lawati, we have you here. We're going to go on a quick break. I want to open up the lines. And if uh, anyone has a question, you can do it now. Um, 2460-2058. One more time. That's 2460-2058. We're going to go on a quick musical break. And when we come back, if there's a call, we'll take it. If there isn't, we'll start wrapping it up. Sounds good? Sounds good. All right, let's do it. I like my coffee black, no milk, and hold the sugar, please. The Nation Station. 90.4 FM. Ali Lawati, thank you so much for joining me today. Is there any parting message you'd like to leave us with before before you go out? Yes, you know, the thing is, uh, um, uh, uh, especially the message to the users of FinTech or Mm. if they want to know more about FinTech, I'm more than happy to leave you with my LinkedIn details. Yes, please, let us know. What is it? Yeah, it's basically, it's Ali Al-Lawati. So it's a LinkedIn. So I can share it with you. You can, you know, either post it on your... uh, Do you want to say it on air in case anyone's listening right uh, now? I haven't got the link on. (laughs) What? You don't know your link? I mean, the thing is, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, so I mean, I can. I know, I mean, uh, so definitely, you know, I would just search for Ali Lawati fintech. Mm. Definitely on LinkedIn, you will. Okay, Ali Lawati fintech. You'll find him. You definitely, definitely, <laughs> you will. And yeah. basically, yeah, because I post a lot of articles. Okay. Uh, I give my opinions. I talk about a lot of trends, what's happening, mm. and we how we can develop the ecosystem. And how we can take fintech to the next level. Now, again, that's not only for, I mean, I'm just doing a 360. It could be for uh, an institute. It mm. could be for an individual who somebody wants to develop, wants to develop his own application. I'm more than happy to assist and help and, you know, give ideas on how we should uh, sort of, you know, uh, harvest the, you know, harness the ideas, basically. Yeah. Well, that's been really helpful. Thank you so much for all of this context. And all this information. Thank you for hosting me. Absolutely. This was super fun. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you. I feel that. Nobody listening. Ain't nobody listening. Nobody listening. Ain't nobody listening. Ain't nobody listening.